The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. Seven five Glory FM WGTJ Radio presents Friday Night High School Basketball. Welcome to the countdown to tip off of tonight's game. Let's go courtside for the preview of tonight's game on ninety seven five Glory FM. And we are live from the Palace at the Frank J. Knott Center here at the Blackshire Place on the campus of Johnson High School, along with Joe Gailey. I'm Mike Wofford, joined by our producer, Nathan Laddie, back in studios in Gainesville, as we bring you the finals of the 64th Annual Nearland Invitational Basketball Tournament in our girls' championship game. It'll be the North Hall Lady Trojans against the Lady Lions of Lakeview Academy. Then the boys' championship is the Cherokee Bluff Bears against the Gainesville Red Elephants, and the boys' consolation game just concluding with North Hall finishing third. Flyer Branch will be the number four seed going into next year's tournament and joseph here we are in day number three buddy and it has been another outstanding tournament been a really good tournament all the way through we've had some one-sided games we had some close ones it's been close all the way through it's uh, the right now it's a 10-point game north hall's up with 11 seconds left and that's the uh, biggest lead of the game uh tonight uh, the biggest we had before that was like nine and they're up uh, by eight, 86 78 uh, with 8.4 seconds left flower branch has the ball Throwing it in on the far end. So, yeah, it's been a good tournament, Mike. And looking forward to this. I think if you if, correct me if I'm wrong, but it'll be Cherokee Bluff's first visit as a boys team to the finals. And Lakeview, it'll be their third, I believe. Is that correct? Yep, third in the last five seasons. Yeah. And each time they played North Hall back in 2019 with Lady Trojans winning. Then back in 2021, North Hall winning against Lakeview Academy. Then this is the third time they have played in the championship round, the Lady Lions. They're one of the top teams in the state in basketball there mm-hmm. in the GIAA. That's going to be a big thing, too, the GIAA versus the GHSA. They're the number one team in the state in Class AAA in that league. And they're taking on North Hall, which is really a story to talk about in this ball game in this entire tournament to see what Coach Eric Herrick has done with this team yep. as young as they are this year. Well, and, and like you said, they are young. They've got one, two, three, four seniors on the team, three or four seniors on the team, and they've had a couple of injuries uh, throughout the season. They're nine and three right now. They've won a couple right here. They were 73 coming into the tournament. Lakeview 10 and 0 coming into the tournament. And, uh, you know, Coach Ken Huffman's got them rolling in his group this year in that GIA. Uh, the Lady Trojans are doing really good with their bunch. And Coach Eric Herrick, they've, uh, I think they're second, I think, in the sub-region right now. Won a couple and lost, lost one. And so yeah, it's a big tournament for them right here. They want to win. They won it two years ago. They came in second last year. They'd like to go ahead and win it the second out of third, uh, second out of three years. It's their third straight trip to the finals. And with that, the boys' side, Gainesville looking for their seventh championship in the late last eight years mm-hmm. with three different coaches. We'll tell you more about that on our next ball game. But this one is Lakeview Academy taking on North Hall. We're back to the Palace at the Blackshire Place in two minutes as we count down to tip-off on 97.5 Glory FM. 
Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. And we're back here at Johnson High School. We're in the oldest facility in the Hall County School District here. This building was built back in 1980, known as the Frank J. Knight P.E. Center. Then it became Knight Court. Now, after some renovations a couple years ago, it's known as the Palace. I'm right next door to the Performing Arts Center. They had a, a renovation to the front of the building, which really helped out with a big atrium walking into the building. Very bright with the lighting system here. Great sound system. And they've done a great job here in renovations to this old building. By our, I remember our first year broadcasting here back in 1980. And it's come a long way since that time. In some memorable ball games here. I remember back, I think it was back Chris McCall had the shot. Probably the second most famous shot Joe next to Jody Davis. His yep. miracle bomb that he had in a broadcast we had here back a few years ago. And I'll tell you what, it's been something to see. The Learland Tournament. This is the 64th edition of this event. So many different stories we can talk about. People like you and I who have been around forever to, to watch all these games. I think my first one was the 11th edition of this tournament back in 1973. Back then it was held at Gainesville Junior College. And since that time, it has moved now to rotating around all the schools in the county. There's some talk about maybe moving it to a place like the University of North Georgia, the Lincoln Trail Arena there, the UNG Convocations there. But because you look at there's a lot of people will see this game. Yep. Hopefully a lot of people at home tune into our broadcast because this place is packed. Well, it's too deep around the top, folks. If you if you were to just picture the place, you come in, and if you're looking from the from the, where you come in back, it's a it's a solid block wall that Mike and I are up against on the far end, and then you so you got a little bit of a U here where people can stand around the top with a a, a, a metal rail up, and you've got two people standing too deep. 
Uh, everybody is either sitting or standing. They've been asking folks for the last hour if they could to scrunch it in like you do on Sundays at church to make room for the Hall County family, as he put it, which I like that. We're all Hall Countyans moving there a little closer for us because they've been standing up there next to me. I had to kind of squirm in here to my spot so I could uh, see the court, at least half of it. Uh, if folks stand up much, I might miss part of the game. I'm afraid of that, but that might be part of the game tonight. Well, a little different than last year. We were Chester T. High. We had a great response on the YouTube channel. You can see the game. You cannot hear it, I understand, but you can see it mm-hmm. uh, on their website. It's not on YouTube. You go to the Internet, go to your browser, and you can type in jhsnightsathletics.com. Mm-hmm. Then they have a tab that says stream live, and you can go to that, and then you can just go ahead and you'll hear all the crowd noise. Turn it down. It turns showing up, and you'll get a chance to hear and see the action. It's like you're watching it on TV. They're on your computer or on your phone from that standpoint. And uh, it's, it's been a great three days. Look at these two teams. You see some stories here. You've got coaches that are in their first finals. You've got yep. Ken Huffman who came in as the new head coach this year at Lakeview Academy after Karen Tolles took over for John Carrick, who retired at the beginning of the season last year. Huffman comes in, is undefeated so far. Eric Herrick, and only a second year back at North Hall, his alma mater, but leading the late Trojans to their third finals in the past five years. It would be something for them to win a championship. Yep, it'd be and two years ago when they won it. I believe that was Christie, yes. uh, Christie's last year that year. It was. Christie Coffee. And so uh, it'd be nice for Coach Herrick to get his first one this year if you're a North Hall fan. And to Coach Huffman, you know, he'd like to go stay in that, uh, win, that uh, undefeated group at 11-0 and win their first one. Well, and, I'm looking uh, forward to seeing them at the end of the season. We have them scheduled as our final game of the regular season on February the 9th. They're at the Walters Athletic Center, and that could be for a, a big time for them. That could win a, a region championship. We may get a chance to follow them in the state playoffs at the GIAA, which would be something to see. One thing, is, if, if, go ahead early and talk about matchups, Mike. One thing North Hall has to do, the Lady Trojans have to stay out of foul trouble tonight. Uh, Afina and Martha, uh, Braylon McCall all have to stay out of foul trouble. Genesis Satterfield, the other night, the freshman Zara Goss came in and played a heck of a ball game, got on the boards, had about 10 or 12 rebounds, scored some points, got some cleanup duty, got some stick backs. And if they can continue that at, at, against a, a taller Lakeview team, they've got Talia Gaither in there. And, and Talia is a menace by herself, and I mean that in a good way. And they've also got a, a couple other girls that are right at six foot or a little taller. So that's going to be a chore for North Hall's Lady Trojans tonight. Joe, you may not remember, but back in the day, it's probably been 30 years ago, Lakeview Academy took a team to the Final Four of the GHSA. Uh-huh. We followed them down to Macon at that time. Well, they had two girls similar to the size of Talia mm-hmm. there on that team, and they were uh, living in Forsyth County, but because of the way the area is, they could go to Lakeview Academy, and they were dominant that year. And I can see these two girls right here leading Lakeview Academy. The thing is, can North Hall match up the size? The big thing I'm looking forward to, can North Hall hit the three tonight yeah. and maybe move the girls out from under the basket? Well, they're going to have to hit them and be consistent about hitting them. They can't have a cold quarter like we saw them a couple weeks ago. they got to be hitting on all cylinders all four quarters tonight. That's a big thing. You know, and like you said, they, the Lakeview's got the big ones. I believe that was with Buster Brown. Uh, was coaching the Lakeview girls when they went to the Final Four. Is that correct? Well, I think it was even before Buster. Buster. Okay. Yeah. But I tell you what, they're, 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 I watched them on Wednesday. I watched all the games Wednesday, and they're pretty talented. The North Hall looked good on Wednesday. Um, they won last night against a, a tough uh, Chester T team who had beaten them earlier in a region game. 
they held around last night, even though North Hall got in a little foul trouble early. They were able to stay out of foul trouble in the second half and play and score more than Chester Tee. Chester Tee kind of went cold in the third quarter, and that helped North Hall get a little bit of a lead. So we just got to see what to do. You know, both coaches are going to be trying to put up, put those chess pieces, pieces in the right spot tonight, for sure. we, we got much more for you. County now the tip-off of the girls' championship of the 64th annual Lanier Land Invitational Basketball Tournament. We're back in two minutes here on 97.5 Laurie FM. Okay. All right, so we got a little technical issue back at the studio. No problem here on this end. We can talk all night long, can't we, Joseph, from that standpoint. How about the semifinal games from last night? First off, North Hall only had three points in the second quarter. They led 15-11 after the first quarter against Chester T in that matchup. And you remember a couple weeks ago, you and I were over at the nest at Chester T, and they flat-out dominated North Hall because they shut down Athena, and then North Hall's other players, the role players, couldn't make up the difference, and it was a big victory for the Lady War Eagles. So yep. North Hall was up by four, and then it was a big second quarter for the Lady War Eagles, and North Hall hit just a three-pointer there in the second quarter. I think they're up 23-18 to 18 at that point going in to the third quarter of play. North Hall only had seven free throws in that third quarter. They're trailing 30-25 going into the fourth quarter. Then they went on a run to start the fourth quarter. They outscored Chesity 25-9 to nine in that fourth quarter. They scored as many points in the fourth quarter as did the first three quarters combined, and they end up winning by a final of 50-39 to 39 mm-hmm. to advance on to the championship game. While, by the way, Chesapeake, they were victorious in the consolation game by defeating Gainesville, so the Lady Warriors will be the number three seed next year. Gainesville will be the number four seed. The other consolation games, you had uh, the girls starting things off this morning. Uh, you had East Hall defeating Johnson, so the Lady Vikings will be the number seven seed. Johnson will play West Hall again next year in the play-in game, just like the boys will next year. And then in the other consolation game for the fifth-place trophy would be Cherokee Bluff defeating Flowering Branch. So you have Chesapeake number three, Gainesville number four, Cherokee Bluff five. You have Flowering Branch number six, then it's East Hall number seven. And then again, it will be next year, Johnson and West Hall battling for the number eight seed to get into the tournament next year. Yeah, it, you know, it's, it's interesting to see. We were talking about in that North Hall game that, that if, if North Hall would have lost, they would have wound up playing East Hall in, in the first game next year. And now they've got to wind up playing. They'll be the three seed, so they'll play the six seed, which will be uh, late view next year in the first round. And that's stupid. That'll be a tough game because you lose some seniors from North Hall's boys team, and Lakeview's got a, a few underclassmen that have got some size on them. Uh, Tavares Ware, they helped down at, uh, uh, was assistant coach down at the Cherokee Bluff last year. His son's now at Lakeview playing, and he's an underclassman. He's got a couple of years left. So, you know, it's uh, all, all the Hall County schools have got pretty good talent all the way through. Now, you may only have one or two good players here, and you may have five or six over here, that kind of thing. But Overall, they've got good talent. They've got good coaches out there. Yeah, again, on the boys' side, Joe said North Hall defeated Flying Branch to the Trojans finish number three, Flying Branch number four, Lakeview Academy defeated East Hall. So it will be the Lions number five, East Hall number six. And then earlier in the day, it was Chesapeake defeating West Hall in a close one. And the War Eagles finished seventh. And now West Hall had to play Johnson next year again to in the play-in game. So Johnson and West Hall play a doubleheader in December next year to see he'll be the number eight seed going against tonight's champions. Again, this girls' championship game is North Hall and Lakeview Academy. And I was thinking about more time flies, Joseph. I look back in the records. It was in 2011 in this building that John Carrick said, we're not good enough, we're not competitive enough, we're not going to play. 
and yeah. pulled out of the Lanierland tournament, and they brought Jefferson in yep. for only the second time in Lanierland history for that school to come in. And then here we are from the 52nd edition back in 2011 to here we are the 64th. They're playing in their third finals in the past five years. And, and you know, they, they've really come a long ways. Coach Carey, I give a lot of, a lot of credit to Buster Brown way back when because he really developed the program, the mindset, what they needed to do. Coach Carey came in, had that mentality of the college ball. He did a really good job with the athletes he had, and he had some pretty good athletes when he was coaching. He came through and did a really good job, and now they've, they've got Coach Huffman, who was there last year as an assistant, and he's just, you know, he, he's, he's a fireball. I watched him on uh, Wednesday, and, uh, and he gets on him. He's kind of like Greg Williams used to be, and he, he, uh, he stays on the whole time, but he does a good job coaching the girls. That's the thing about it, too. There are so many people here. We've got second and third generation players, coaches, coaches who have played in this game in the history of this event. It's the longest continuous running tournament in the state of Georgia. And that's something to say. It began back in 1960 when you had Mr. Davis, C.W. Davis, decide to we need to have a championship and got together with you know, people like Dub Jones back in the day when he was coaching at East Hall. Coach Davis was at South Hall back then, which is now Johnson High. And you had North Hall and Gainesville all playing and went from there as they're getting ready for the introduction of the players and will probably have the playing of the national anthem. And we'll see about that here before we take it back to the studios in Gainesville. Again, make sure you tune in to our broadcast here on 97.5 Glory FM online at WGTJRadio.com. We're streaming on the TuneIn Radio app, Simple Radio app, and also on the Radio Garden app. And homie Ramos and Echo just say play 97.5 Glory FM. And we're waiting after they give the disclaimer here for the Georgia High School Association. Yep, have to, do that before every game. Yep, have to do that before every game. That's and now let's see if we stand to our feet for the playing of the National Anthem. There's the horn. Now, now. Nope, they're going to do the next, the, the right, they're going to go right to the, the starting lineups. For Lakeview, I'll get them as they come out. I didn't want down on the floor tonight. Number one, a junior, Dynasty Putman. Number three, Taylor Clark, who is a freshman. Number four, a senior, Annie Nivens. Number five, a sophomore, Emery Holmes. And number 20, a junior, Talia Gaither. They are in their blue, white, trimmed, and orange for the Lakeview Lady Lions. For the North Hall Lady Trojans, they're all in white with their dark green with black trim. You will have a senior, number five, Carly Bowen. A junior, number 10, Genesis Satterfield. A senior, number 11, Braylon McCall. A senior, number 15, Athena Voxavanos. And number 33, a freshman, Zara Goss. Those are your starting lineups for the Lady Trojans. Mike, officials assigned by the Georgia Mountain Officials Association. And we'll be starting right here in a minute. North Hall is down in front of us. We're up on top, down in the corners. Mike told you earlier, they'll be going right to left if you look at your radio dial. And Lakeview will be going left to right and shooting in front of us here in the first half. Eight-minute quarters, 35-second shot clock, just as usual. Now, one thing that's interesting, because GIAA allows underclassmen, if you will, Mike, 
Lakeview has an eighth grader on their squad that may or may not play tonight. Yeah, I don't think she will, Joseph. We're going to start about 35-plus minutes late. Yep, about 35 minutes late. It is right at 6.45. We will have Genesis Satterfield jumping against Talia Gaither. And North Hall actually going to win the tip. Carly Bowman has it. She'll go up across midcourt now. Man-to-man -man defense for the Lady Lions. Bowen trying to get a screen. Can't use it. Butman on her. Garden, she goes around the far side. It pulls it back out. Throws it back outside to Braylon McCall with 21. Braylon has the ball. Gives it back over to Carly. Carly's going to shoot a three. No good. Rebound out to Athena Voxavanos. Athena got it. Dribbles inside, and she's going to have a travel violation on the end line. With 7.34 left here in the first quarter. Lakeview will have their position now. First one came up empty for the Lady Trojans. Number five, Emery Combs dribbles it up slowly. Coach Huffman giving some direction. Dynasty Putman has the basketball on the right wing over to Combs on the far side. Back to Putman. Putman's going to bring it down the baseline. She's going to pull up, shoot a short jumper good for the first two points of the game. 2 nothing, Lady Lions. Delphore Court Press, a 2-2-1, 2-1-2. Two, two, Man, 2-1-2 two, two, the trap. Braylon McCall gets it up across to Carly Bowen. Bowen has the basketball. Goes down the corner to McCall. McCall brings it back outside. We've got a travel on her as they stepped in front of the passing lane. Nice job by number uh, five right there, Emery Cone. She stepped in the passing lane, and when she did that, that just messed everything up for the attempted pass out front. Lakeview has the basketball. Clark gives it back over to Putman, back to Clark. Gets it way over here to Nibbins. Nibbins has it on the right wing. Gives it over to Combs. Almost stolen by North Hall. Combs has it. Gives it back out to, to Nibbins. Back to Combs. Combs drives the baseline. Throws it off the glass. No good. Rebounded by Bowen. Bowen will take her time. She'll trot it up the court. 625 here in the first quarter. Bowen directing traffic now. Braylon, bring him up. Braylon McCall up. Bad pass. They'll steal it. Combs will go all the way and she's going to be knocked out of bounds by Carly Bowen. She saved that one. It would have been an easy layup for Emory Combs right there. Bowen got back and knocked it out of bounds. 2-0 lead, Lady Lions, 6-14 here in the first quarter. Championship game out of the 64th annual Lanierland Tournament. Nibbins pulls up from about 16. Good. Left-hander knocks down a deuce. 4-0 Lady Lions. They get it in. Got to take care of those passes. It's kind of lazy pass in there from a call into to Bowen. Now McCall has it, gives it to Satterfield in midcourt. Satterfield gives it over to Boxamanos. Boxamanos is fouled, and she drives towards the basket by number one, Dynasty Putman. Dynasty, that will be her first foul, first team foul. And it will be out of bounds underneath the North Hall basket. Boxamanos, Athena will take it out. Athena gets it in to Braylon, to Carly Bowen, top of the key, over to Athena, far side. Athena, they're really sticking to her. Now Braylon's going to shoot a long three, short, bounces out. Knocked out of bounds off of Annie Nibbins. It'll be North Hall's basketball with 25 on the shot clock. McCall will trigger it in underneath the North Hall basket. She gets it in. Oh, nice pass to Boxavanos. Misses the layup. And then we got a foul on Goss. But she came in there hard and fouled Emery Combs. Emery had possessions, came in hard. And things, the ball was going to come to her side, but it went to the other side. Emery was able to get it for the Lady Lions and got hit by Zara. First foul on Zara. First team foul. 5.41 in the quarter. 4-0 Lady Lions. 
Nivens way out front trying to lob it inside and threw it way over the head of everybody that was waiting on Talia to get open, but Talia just kind of stood there. Good job by Zara Goss to counter pinned and then let her get through there to get the get her hand up in time to grab the pass. Great, great matchup there, buddy. McCall gets it in to Bowen. To McCall, back to Bowen. Bowen, Carly will bring it across midcourt. Carly brings it up. Got to take care of that dribble tonight. Good hands, quick hands by Lakeview. We've got a foul right there. It's going to be on number three. That'll be Taylor Clark, her first team second. 5.23 now in the quarter. 25 on the shot clock. McCall will throw it into Bowen in the backcourt. Bowen will dribble it up. She's guarded by Taylor Clark. McCall has it, gives it off to Athena. Athena spots up. 20-footer, short, hit the front of the rim, bounced out. Who's going to have it? Gaither gets it, hands it off to Putman. Putman dribbles it up. Here on the right wing in front of us. Goes inside to number 24, Ashlyn Henderson, who went up for two. No good. Goss gets the rebound, and then Henderson's going to steal it from her and dribble it back out, take a short jumper. Good. Henderson came in a moment ago, and she just came in and got a stick back, stuck it in. Six-nothing lead now for the Lady Lions. McCall goes in a hurry, gathers it, gives it off to Athens. Athens with a travel out front. She had it outside the three-point line, gathered it, and was going to go towards the basket. She traveled with the basketball. 6 nothing, 444 in the quarter. Lady Lions with the lead. Henry Combs throws it in to Taylor Clark. Back to Combs. They come over to this side to Dynasty Putman. Putman gives it to Talia. Talia shoots a jumper from about 18. No good. Rebounded by Braylon. Goes to Carly Bowen. Carly. We'll dribble it up, trots it up the front court. Blayla McCall spots up, 20-footer, no good. Rebound by Putman on the far side. Putman will run it up. She's going to come all the way up, and she's going to get. She's going to have a travel because both positions for North Hall had position. They weren't moving, so a travel is she tripped across through there and traveled with a basketball. But, Joe, when you and I have seen North Hall affected, they got to go inside. Yes, they got to challenge Gaither. Athena goes in. She's going to come around to this side. Now she'll shoot it a little short jumper. Good. First points of the night for the Lady Trojan. Athena Boxavanos makes it 6-2 with four minutes, five seconds remaining here in the first quarter. Talia Gaither, top of the key, looking, gives it over to this side to Combs. Combs back to Gaither from 16. Good. Combs very comfortable. They're leaving her a long way out there, just outside the free throw line. Mikey, she buried that jumper. It's 8-2 now, Lady Lions. Goss back to Bowen. Bowen has the basketball. Bowen, top of the key between the circles now. She backs it up, trying to go down the right side. Wanted to use the screen, didn't get one. Gets it over to Genesis Satterfield with 16 to McCall to Bowen. Bowen, really high defense. I noticed this on Wednesday. They played defense way out front. Come way out to get them. North Hall just can't figure it out right now. They're going to timeout. They're calling for a timeout with five seconds left. Coach Eric Eric. They couldn't do anything. They had one little pass out front in the defense for it's going to be a 30-second a timeout. And that Norton, uh, the Lakeview defense, I saw it Wednesday, Mike, when they play. It's very smothering out front when they're playing defense. They bring the, they bring the defense way out front on the ball, especially when they pick it up. They're all over them. Well, you look at it, too, right now. If they can push Northall out past the yard, then – you got to go one-on-one from that yeah. standpoint. But, boy, it's a great defense right now for Coach Huffman's team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they – North Hall got it down. You can see the, the defense for Lakeview just take two or three steps and get in there, get in their face, if you will, or get in their grill, as a lot of folks will say. 
North Hall will have five seconds to shoot it after they throw it in, and it might be closer to four seconds because we don't have the tenth of a second up there on the shot clock. Graylin McCall will throw it in. You got three in the line, then Genesis down on the low block. And go over the top to Athens on the fly. Four, three, two, one. She won't get a shot off. Nope. She got blocked at the end. And they're going to run with it because they didn't stop it. Yeah, they're stopping it now. It's a shot clock violation, and they stopped it after the fact. How many times do you see that, Joe? After a timeout like that, they mm-hmm. just don't have the time in their minds there. They just. Yep. They don't see it, and it ends up being a shot clock violation. Yep. The one to go to Athens, she just couldn't get open. Great defense by Lakeview on that possession. 313-82 is your score, Lady Lions. This time, Kivana Bogue comes up there, and she shoots an air ball. They hit oh, right before the end line and got knocked back in to North Hall. Carly Bowen will bring it up. Carly's got to watch out behind her. Almost stolen, and that's going to be a jump ball right there is number three, Taylor Clark forced the L ball right there inside the three-point line. You can see how athletic this Lakeview team is. Oh, yeah, very, very athletic. 8-2 your score. Just under three minutes, 255 here in the first quarter. Johnson High School, Lake Knight Center. Kavana Bogue has the basketball. Coach Harris wanted to travel, didn't get it. Gaither way underneath her double team. She throws it up. She gets her own rebound. No good rebounded. In there, we're going to have a foul on somebody. Probably Genesis Satterfield. Let's see. Watch that outside official. He's looking in there to make sure he gets the right number. He's going to have a foul on 33. Goss, that'll be her second, I think. Yep, her second. And that will be the team second. They'll have 25 now as the clock resets. Bogney gets it. She's going to come to this side. We've got to travel on Emory Combs right there. It's going to be North Hall's basketball. And about the 28-foot line, about three-quarters court, way across from us over there. McCall in the Bowen. They're playing man-to-man full court are the Lady Lions. Bowen to bring it up. Bowen reverse dribble at midcourt. She's got it one-on-one. She pulls up cross court over here to Braylon for three. Knocks it down. 8-5. Our first Chris McCall really three by Braylon McCall. 8-5 your score. 2-15 left in the quarter. They isolated. You got her on there. Now you've got it inside. It's going to be Bogney has it. She's going to travel the basketball. Kivana Bogney. They'll take it out on the far side, North Hall. Well, they isolated, and when Carly went down the right side, you had Braylon wide open in the left corner and was able to knock down the three. Carly will dribble up the right side again. Man-to-man defense and go to Braylon at the top of the key. She goes down the left side, pulls it back out, left wing. Now she goes across side to Carly. Carly spots up. She'll take a dribble step, throws it back out. Almost stolen. They're going to try and got a foul right there on number three, Taylor Clark. Very physical style of play. Coach Huffman um, obviously has taught them that. Now you got Martha Voxelanos will come in for Carly Bowen. That's Clark's second foul. Yes, it is. That is the third team foul is what I'm looking at on the yes. scoreboard. 149 here in the quarter, 8-5. And almost knocked away and stolen as they try to get the inbounds pass. Martha V has the basketball over to Braylon McCall. Braylon, they all run into each other. We've got to travel. As Braylon run into Athena, and the two Lakeview players ran into each other, and a walk violation is called, which is correct. They're waiting to see 
The one official's looking down at the other official. I think they're trying to get the shot clock correct, maybe. They're still running. While the shot clock, they got it on 29. Now it's on 35. I thought they'd change possession. They'd have to change it. They'll throw it in, in the backcourt. Putman has the basketball. She gets the inbounds pass from Cone. Putman will bring it up, walking into the cross slowly. 127 in the quarter. Putman takes it up. She goes up, shot, no good. Rebounded, knocked away. Braylon McCall will have it. Braylon will dribble up the middle of the court, gives it off to Martha Voxabanas. Over on the far side to Sister, right through Sister's hand. Athena, high pass, and Athena, like a receiver, had to dive back behind and went right through her hands over into the crowd for a turnover. 115 now in the quarter. Emory Combs brings it across the midcourt line, passes over to Henderson. Henderson gives it over to Nivens. Nivens dribbles on the right wing, looking to pass it to somebody. Good defense by North Hall and tried to go inside and off the fingertips of Talia Gaither. And right now they've been able to keep Gaither away from the basket. Under a minute now. 32 on the shot clock. Braylon's going to bring it across midcourt. Gets it over to Athena or Martha. Excuse me, Martha has it with 51 and 26. Martha, way out front, good screen out front. They're going to try and take it to the basket. Does, throws it up, no good. we got a foul call on the far side. Is that going to be on Henderson? Let's see, it is. That's going to be uh, on Ashlyn Henderson, the senior, number 24, her first, and the team fourth with 45 seconds left here in the first quarter. Martha will shoot the first one, no good, it's short. Was one that you got to do a shoot free throw. Very well. That's been one thing that's hurt teams in this tournament. You got to be able to hit the easy ones. Second one is up. It's good. Eight to six now. Carly Bowen will come in for Zara Goss. Give her a breather since she's got a a couple of fouls. Give her so she won't get a cheap one here in the last 45 seconds of this quarter. 30 seconds left on the shot clock. 38 on the game clock. Henderson sets a pick. For Combs, she goes to the basket, layups off the floor of the rim, no good. They're going to go the other direction. Quick pass up to McCall, left-handed lap, good. That pass uh, is courtesy of Carly Bowen, caught her from midcourt. Nice pass down to Brother, and it's tied at eight with 19. Emery Combs had it. She goes in the corner to Nivens. Nivens out to Talia for three. Talia knocks down a three. How about that? Talia Gaither knocks down a three with eight, 11-8. Come in a hurry. Carly Bowen going to try and take it. A floater from front. Front rim, no good. Rebounding, going to be a hell ball with point seven. North Hall get it. Hey, that three reminded me of Talia's sister, Timber, back in the day Cherokee yep, Bluff. exactly right. Point seven on the clock. North Hall will throw it in. they got to shoot it quickly. They caught it. Carly's open. She shot it. No good, just short. 11-8 into the first quarter, Lady Lions. And we're back in the second quarter of the Learland Championship on 97.5 Glory FM. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Siphon Logistics commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. 
I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. We start the second quarter of the girls' championship here from the 64th annual at Ireland Tournament. Joe Daly, Mike Warfitt with you. Lakeview will trigger it in on the far side. Clark will get it into Putnam. Putnam gives it back over to Combs. Combs will bring it across midcourt. Combs tries to get it over to Mark. Martha Voxabanos knocks it away. She'll bring it across midcourt. Guard it back Holmes. Martha's going to try and take it all the way down. Holmes has her. Carly Bowen now has the basketball. Carly way out front. She's going to go to the far side. Shoot a layup. Good. 11-10. She got a little short jump from about the elbow. Enough elbow was about to block. Shot it up and good off the glass. Emory Combs with the basketball out front. Looking to go inside. Gives it over to Putman. Putman out front here on the right wing. Goes to Gaither. They triple team her and get a foul on who? It's Carly Bowen. That'll be Carly's first. I think team uh, team first again this quarter. They're saying that's the third on Carly Bowen, according to that board, but I don't know about that. No. I don't think she got one, maybe two. All right. Talia has it, and we're going to have a hell ball. Good job by Carly and Genesis right there to double team. They'll double or triple teaming her if she's right there at the elbow, Mike, or right there at the free throw line as soon as she gets the basketball, one behind and one in front. North Falls basketball was 7-17. Half in a box of bottles has it. They'll double team her. She'll dribble down the sideline on the far side. Half in a will pull up. Way out front, trying to get it back out front to somebody. We got a foul. And she brought it across the foul. I think it's going to be on number three. Yes, Taylor Clark. That's three on her. And that's three. Yes, that's correct. Three on number three. That'll be three. That'll bring in number 12, Jalen Purdy, a freshman. She'll come in the game. North Hall has the basketball with 27 on this shot clock. Seven minutes left here in the quarter. Athena for three, short. Zara went right through her hands, knocked out front. Talia got it, but it's going to be a foul on Genesis. One of those didn't mean to. She fell down and rolled up Talia's leg, and he had to call that one. So that foul's on Satterfield will be her first. Lady Lions have the basketball. And they have Emery Combs will bring it up. Emery takes her time, walking it up. Man-to-man -man defense by the Lady Trojans. They go down inside. Beautiful pass to Purdy. She can't hit the layup, and Satterfield gets it, then throws it right away over to Combs. Combs back over to Purdy. Purdy for two. No good. Rebound by the, one of the smallest girls on the floor, Carly Bowen. Carly races upfield, gives it off to Genesis. Genesis loses control, throws it off. A Lakeview player, and one of those I didn't mean to, but threw it right off her forehead <laughs> and out of bounds. That was her only choice, though, was to throw it off of somebody for them to keep control of the basketball right there. Now you've got Braylon McCall will come in for Genesis Satterfield. Genesis will throw it in. Excuse me, Carla, Braylon will throw it in. 6.33 in the quarter. 11-10. Lady Lions with the lead here in the second quarter. And get it in to Zara on the far side. Zara looking for somebody to cut. Carly cut. She goes up for the shot. No good. Tips around. Rebound on the far side by number four, Annie Nivens. Nivens has the basketball. She's double team in the backcourt. And we've got a foul. She got bailed out. I think it's on Carly Bowen. It is. That'll be her second. And that's what you don't want to see. You never want to see a, a foul in the backcourt by any team. Yeah. And, you know, you're trying to do the right thing by double teaming. 
But if they step in, and, and even if the offense makes contact, if you come down on arm, it's going to be a defensive foul. 6.15 left here in the second quarter, 11-10 your score, Lakeview with the lead. Up at the top, that's going to be Combs. Gives it over to Gaither. Stolen away by Braylon McCall. Braylon up ahead to Martha. Martha with a short jumper. Missed it. Gaither with a rebound, and it's going to be a timeout by Coach Huffman. Let's see. It's going to be a 30-second timeout by Coach Ken Huffman right there. He oh, can't afford to miss those little bunnies, as they call them either, Mike. Those well, yeah, that's two missed layups. But at the same time, Coach Huffman didn't like the defense there, you know. Yep, exactly. They got back, and. Martha had to, had the shot, it, and she pulled up. If she could have went in strong with the left hand and laid it up, I think she might have made co- completed the basket, but that didn't happen. Well, you see the shot chart again, but I was looking at North Hall being more effective underneath. Well, I think we'll set up the three-point play better. Right, right. The three-point shot might be open. They've hit one out of, I think, uh, three tonight. And Lady Lions, I think, have hit one out of three. 11-10 is your score. Lady Lions lead by a single point with 6.02 here in the Lanierland Girls Championship, 64th edition from the Frank J. Knight Center here at Johnson High. Emory Cones from Lakeview has the basketball, gives it across midcourt with Putnam. Dynasty has it on the right side, dribbles in, pulls up. They're going to call offensive foul as she pushed off, and it was drawn there, I think, by Braylon McCall or Carly Bowen, one guarding her. And she used her left hand and put left arm and pushed off the, what they had. That'll be the second on Dynasty is what they had. We'll get the ball in. North Hall with. Carly Bowen in the back there. Backing their defense up to about midcourt now. We've got Nivens guarding Bowen. Bowen goes to the floor. She gets up, gives it off to Martha. Martha thought everybody wanted to walk. She didn't. Put it foot was still. Knocked away. Out in front. Ball's loose on the floor. Nivens has it. Nivens almost forced into a hell ball. But... Martha V gives the foul, commits the foul, and that'll be the either fourth or fifth team foul. Let's see, fourth on the board is what they say. Yeah, I think it's fourth or fourth. That'll be Martha's second, and now Jensen Satterfield getting ready to come back in for next dead ball. 525 in the quarter. We'll bring it down, give it up to Dynasty Putnam from Combs. They've tried to go inside to Talia. Good job by Goss to Denied a little bit. Golf spots out of three, knocks it down. Selena will stand in the corner outside the three. That's two, three corners. She's two for two from that distance tonight. 14 and 10 is your score. Lakeview Lady Lions. Number five, Carly Bowen in the front court for North Hall. She dribbles around, pulls up, tries to get to Golf, knocked away. She gets it back. Nass knocked into the back court. And Martha V has it. She has to bring it across midcourt. She does, and she's fouled. Oh, they're going to say she turned the basketball over. Right there going good defense again by Emery Combs, and she turned over the basketball. You'll have Genesis Satterfield coming in from Martha V right here. Nivens will throw it in to Dynasty Putnam Jr. for the Lady Lions. Dynasty brings it up, gives it over to Emery Combs. Combs guarded by Bowen. Combs dribbles down the baseline, throws it out in the far corner to Purdy. Purdy kicks it out to Nivens, back over to Putman. Putman brings it in, goes up. She's tripped out front by Bowen, and it's before the shot, so it'll be out of bounds underneath the basket. It's going to be two or maybe three on Bowen. It's 15 fouls. She'll be at the line for two now. She's going to come out. Let's see. Sally Davidson is in there. Let's see what they're doing. Wait for it. Uh, they're getting everybody 
straighten out down there, but they'll be at the line shooting the two free throws since it is the fifth team foul. That's three on Carly Bowen. And they're going to bring in Sally Davidson, it looks like. With for North Hall as Putman shoots the first one long. Back of the rim, no good. They'll bring in Sally Davidson and Martha Voxavanos for Goss and Bowen right here. That's Lakeview's first attempt for the free throw line. Mm -hmm. Putman stands at the line, dribbles two or three times, spins, shot good. 15 10. They put it on the wrong side. It's 15 to 10 now. Martha V over to Athena. Athena. She's double teamed in the corner. She's got to find somebody to get it to. And going to have a foul. She got bailed out. Number five over there. Emery Combs committed a foul. And so North Hall will have it with a new 30-second shot clock over there. They get it into Martha from Braylon. Full-court pressure, man-to-man -man or girl-to-girl, -girl, however you want to look at it. No one-to-one. -one. They're going straight down this side, give it off to Athen. Athen, it goes up for a shot. She's fouled as she went in for the layup. Had a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a, a hole there to go up for the shot. And number one, Putman commits the foul. Now they're staying on the board that that's her third. I don't know. I was thinking two. Now, I think you're closer. First free throw is no good. They're one of three on free throws, if my calculations are correct. Right. Now you've got Lauren Hemmer will come in for Braylon McCall. Athena Voxavanos at the line. Hits the second one, 15-11. Four-point advantage for the Lady Lions. 4-14 left here in the second quarter. Bring it up. Putman has the basketball. Looks to come to the right, guarded by Hemmer. Brings it over to this side. She's double teamed, almost triple teamed to Leah from 16. No good. Rebounded by Sally Davidson. Good rebound by Sally. She brings it up. She's a junior. Gives it to Martha over to Athena. Athena spots up. Partially blocked. Genesis Satterfield gets up. No good. And she's fouled. Joe, the other end, the one thing that Lakeview has not been able to do at all so far in the first two quarters is get an offensive rebound. Yep. Ashlyn Henderson commits her second foul. One of the big girls for Lakeview. Ashlyn is a senior. Genesis Satterfield the line to shoot two. The first one is up. No good. Back in. There's luxury of having two shots yeah. each time down there. For real. Because on all on all three attempts so far, they'd have, they'd have, they wouldn't have got that second attempt if it wasn't two shots on it, would it? Miss the front end. Yep. This one would have been two shots anyway because it was shooting. Boxavanos out and McCall back in. Second shot up. No good. They'll come the other direction as Henderson gets the rebound. She gives it off to number five, Emery Combs. Combs will bring it across midcourt slowly, guarded by Hemmer. She gets the screen from Gaither. Tries to go up top. Gaither and Gaither get in there. Henderson goes to Gaither from about six feet out, squares, throws up a little hook shot, and she's fouled as she went up with that from the elbow, not from the elbow, down the lower block. Fouls on Braylon McCall, her second, according to the board. I think that's right, too. 15-11, 3.32 here, left until halftime. First one by Gaither is short off the side of the rim. Neither team having a lot of success from the free throw line. Again, it's third game in three days, Joey. Might yep. be a little tired of the exactly. legs. Might be. Second one by Gaither's up, and that was long. Rebounded by Nibbins. She goes to the floor. Who's going to pick it up? That's going to be Purdy. Henderson over to Gaither on the near side. Gaither's going to go towards the basket. She goes up and she's fouled by Sally Davidson, I do believe. Oh, yeah. 
Took it strong to the hoop. Nope, and... that's going to be on Genesis Satterfield. Yeah, she went strong, and Genesis and Sally were both there. Genesis did calls. That's her second. But she got the she got the benefit right there because she got the strong, and she was able to go with her dominant hand, the right hand, and go to the basket and draw the foul. But they got both Goss and Genesis with two fouls. First free throw is good. One out of three out of the last three. 16-11. She may allow Gaither to try to go to the hoop even more aggressively. Mm -hmm. Second one's up. Good. 17-11. Six-point advantage now for the Lady Lions. Still in that pressure defense. 322 gets it over to Satterfield on the far side. She needs to learn to dribble the basketball. Over to Athena. Athena has it. Looks for Genesis. Genesis goes away by Ashlyn Henderson. Genesis went in. I don't think she saw Ashlyn. Ashlyn came across, and when she let go of the basketball, she swatted it over to the security guard on the far side. Timeout called by Eric Herrick. It's going to be a full. It will be. We'll take it with her back in one minute. You're two to the 64th Annual Deerland Tournament on 97.5 Glory FM. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change. And when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 25 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's homes, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. Back here at Johnson High School. And after the brief timeout, North Hall gets it inbounds. Athena Voxelano's driving to the basket, tries to go up, and it's going she couldn't get control of it, and she lost it out of bounds. Coach Eric is saying he got hit by, deflected by a lady line, and that didn't happen. 3-11 now, and lady lines will have the basketball. And Lauren Hemmer holds on to Emery Combs as she beat her coming up the sideline. She just wrapped her left arm around her, give her a hug. Said, nope, you don't need to go by. We'll have a foul on that one. Got to move them feet. Free throws. Yep. On the line again. You will have Emory Combs going to the line for two more. Both teams are in the bonus at this point, which from now on, starting on the fifth, you don't have the one and one. You shoot two from there on out. First free throw is up. No good. 17-11, in the quarter. Second free throw by Combs is up. Stroke it down there. Hit the back rim and in. Now you will have Cavano Bogney coming back in. She came in. Two, three, four, five. They got too many girls. Henderson will come out. That happened yesterday, Joe, one yep. time. Yep. Happened, I think, on uh, it happened on Wednesday when I was down at West Hall. We had a technical foul. That it was a good Wednesday then. Yep. You get it in to Martha V. She'll come up the far sideline. Dribbling against Bogney. She gets it around, finally got a little bit of breathing room way out front near midcourt. Under three minutes now, 25 on the shot clock. Goes over to Braylon McCall. Braylon hands off to Athena. Athena spots up, shoots a three, lodges between the backboard and the rim, and that'll be a hell of all. 
And they will toss another basketball down to knock that one loose. And let's hope that, yeah, look at that. Mr. Official knocked it loose on the first one. And they'll throw that one back out. And it'll be after the hell ball, it will be. Let's see whose basketball it is. I'm making sure that was the, the boys' ball that <laughs> threw back over the table. Didn't want to play with the boys' ball for a, for two and a half minutes. The late news basketball, so you have a new shot clock. Nibbins throws it in to Combs. Combs will bring it up in the right side in a hurry. She'll come up all the way. She goes coast to coast for the layup. 20 to 11. 240 here left in the quarter. Martha Boxavanos brings it up. Martha going against Combs. Over with Braylon McCall. Back over to Hemmer. Hemmer traveled with the basketball as she started to make a move. They'll get North Hall scored just three points in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. 11-8. Yeah, then I scored 9-3 in this quarter. Just this like quarter. yesterday. 2-31. Lakeview gets the ball in. Combs comes up the far side. Dribbles on both. With, comes up. Henderson lost control, and she's knocked out of bounds. It will be, yeah, they're going to say Martha fe- stepped on the line and be out of bounds on North Hall. And Lakeview will have the basketball with 30 seconds on the shot clock. They won't reset it because they have possession. Purdy will throw it in, get it in the far side to Nevin. She shot a three, no good, stolen away by number 12. That's Purdy. She stole it, gives it to Gaither. Gaither goes up, knocks it down, and one. Shoulder athleticism, Joe. Yep, she got it inside to her. Purdy got it over the top to Gaither. Gaither went up against Genesis. Genesis, that'll be her second or third. And Talia will try to complete the old-fashioned three-point play. Goss will come back in for Genesis Satterfield. That's three on Genesis. See right now, Joe, I think John Sins might re- be rethinking about joining GHSA again. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking that the other day. 217. Uh, she completes the old-fashioned three, does Talia. Braylon McCall back in. Goss back to McCall. McCall bring it up with the left hand. Across midcourt. 210 in the quarter. 28 on the shot clock. Gives it over to Lauren Hemmer. Lauren loses control. Gives it over to Martha. Way out front. Martha with the basketball. Dribbles with the screen. Trying to get open and go down the right side. She does briefly. She pulls up. No good. Short shot. Rebounded by number 11. Kavana Bogg. Bogney over there. Kavana comes up. Stolen from behind by Martha V. Martha brings it up with 149. Martha gives on this side. Throws it too tall for Lauren Hemmer. Out of bounds. Right to Coach Huffman down there in the Lakeview bench. And you will have, I thought we had a sub coming in. I don't know who it might have been, but they got off. Somebody else got off the floor pretty quick there. Henderson throws it in to Combs for the Lady Lions. Combs will bring it up, gives it back to Henderson. Over the top, off the fingertips of number 20, Talia Gaither. And honestly, I think it was in mouse to Talia, caught it out of bounds because the referee hesitated until right then before he made the call. 23-11, a 12-point advantage with 138. You have Bogney coming in for Lakeview for Henderson. Braylon trying to throw it in. She's going to go long, but it's going to be intercepted. If touched at all, they didn't touch it. So it's going to be out of bounds down on this end right under the Lakeview basket. Somebody from North Hall's got to touch it right there for it to be on the far end and give the defense time to set. Now it's going to be right under the Lakeview lines basket on the throw-in with 138. And we've got a timeout called by Coach Huffman. Let's see what it's going to be. It will be, be a full. 30, 30, 30 seconds. Okay, this is the last one. 30 got three seconds. fulls for the second half. 138 to 23-11 is your score here 
in the first half. The 64th annual Lanierland basketball tournament. In the halftime, I'll be joined by Tony Wagner, the athletic director here at Johnson, the host for the championship. They've uh, crowd coming in, kind of filtering over some leaving. They just watched the last game, and some coming in for the next game with Cherokee Bluff. And uh, the biggest difference is that last year in the finals, there was just two teams, two schools. Yeah. The games on North all this year got four schools. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got a few people standing around, about two deep on the top. And around the edges. Late Buell inbound it. Got a whistle on the far side. Got a foul right off as they throw it in. Going to be a foul on North Hall. That's going to be a Martha Voxavanos with a hold. It looked like on Bogney Rivana right there and on Emory Cone. So Emory's going to go to the line to shoot two. You know, I'll tell you one of the funniest pictures. You can get to go to the library and look at the microfilm and look at one of the old Gainesville Times newspapers. Mm-hmm. You'll see, I think it was the first or second on Airland that played it at the New Holland Gym, and there are people lined up against the wall, literally just hugging the wall yeah. to be able to see that tournament. Second free throw is up, and spins out. First one was good. It's 24-11. Lauren Hemmer gets it up to Martha V. Martha dribbles up, goes over to Athena. Athena gets it cut off by Talia, and she will lose it out of bounds. Dribbles it off the leg, goes Athena. 129 in the quarter. Not good ball handling by North Hall in the last couple of minutes. Coach Huffman Letting one of his players know what she did wrong. And Nibbins gives it into Combs. Combs will bring it up the near side, guarded by Vox Fanos. Martha got a screen. She didn't have to use it. She came over to this side. Long shot by Purdy. No good. Rebound by Nibbins on the far side. Nibbins, now she's going to go baseline. Give it to. I hope that was Emory Combs for 26 11. 106 in the quarter. North Hall down 15. Needing a basket desperately. Martha steps through, and there's going to be a foul. A travel. Well, there's going to be a foul, but it's a travel call on Martha Boxavanos. Blaview's out, scored North Hall 15-3 so far this quarter. Mm-hmm. Coach Harriet giving instructions. Don't you see the Lakeview faithful giving, cheering on their ladies. Look at the history, Joe. Basketball. It was over to Henderson. Henderson over to Gaither. Gaither drives toward the basket. Goes up off the rim. No good. Rebound by Goss. Goss. Gives it over to Hammer. Hammer will bring it up at 42 on the play clock, 30 on the shot. Martha V will try a three. A three. Goss went down hard as she. Three pointer with no good. Shot clock is off. We're under 30 with 27 on the clock. Holmes with the basketball. They can play for the last shot. Goss gets off. Henderson. Henderson. 17 feet away. She dribbles down on North Hall. will steal it right there. Martha V. They'll go the other way with 16. Don't have to hurry, but you know they want to score. Over to Athena. Athena caught out of three. Now she'll go inside. She'll try to go up. It's stolen away inside. Zara Goss gets it. Back out to Lauren Hemmer. Shoots a three. No good. Rebounded by Baylor McCall. Layup. No good. Back to McCall. No good. Rebounded. No good. 26-11. Lakeview at the half. And we're back at the halftime show of our girls' championship in two minutes. Live from Johnson on 97.5. You want me to go down and see if I can get scores? Sure. (laughs) 
Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student-athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewel Parkway. Eat more chicken. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Bushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org org slash black and blue it's flu season in north georgia and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at riverside pharmacy nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu the pharmacists at riverside pharmacy in gainesville can help you too they can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it and they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. It's halftime. It's time for a look back at the first half and what's ahead for the second half. Now back courtside with Mike Wofford. And thanks, Jeff. We are back here from the Palace at Johnson High School. I'm joined by Athletic Director... Tony Wagner joining me here, the host for this third day. You've been a busy man today, friend. It has been a busy day, but a great day. Uh, great day for our communities and uh, great games. Uh, we've had some nail biters in the last second. Uh, so I think a lot of people have been entertained. Uh, and we still got the rest of this game to go for the girls' championship. And then uh, the boys should be a barn burner with games one Cherokee Bluff. So so a very blessed day for the, for the Johnson High School to show off and, and be uh, the host. And then, of course, for uh, a community, West on Lakeview also doing a great job on their days uh, representing our community and their basketball programs. So, Tim, is there an overflow for this location anywhere? People can't get in the gym, can watch the game here at the campus? Oh, yeah. We have our brand-new uh, Performing Arts Center right next door. Yep. Uh, so th- so they come in, and we take their name down like a restaurant and, and uh, <laughs> uh, put them in, and they go in there. And they, we, got, you know, we have brand-new uh, custom uh, seating. Uh, like you're in a theater. Wow. And then, uh, of course, we have it up on the screen. Uh, it's, it'd be honest with you, right now, it's, it's, it's a lot better and more comfortable in there than it is in this <laughs> packed uh, gym. Uh, but, yeah, we, we have that overflow. And then, uh, as people leave, we're able to call those folks up, and they're, they're able to pay and, and come in and watch the game. So uh, we, we're, we're blessed to do that now because uh, Hall County School Board of Education and Mr. Schofield was able to uh, give us that pack. Well, I was thinking, I love what you've done to this building. I remember from day one back in 1980 when this facility was built for Frank J. Nison's name on this thing. Mm-hmm. I love what you did at the, the very front of the building. Yes. Uh, we, we went through a remodel um, the year before last, 
uh, and then the pack was born. So we have new bleachers. Uh, we have outfitted, uh, repainted everything. We have a new concession stand. Uh, we've uh, been able to uh, remodel some things in there and get new restrooms. And then, of course, the, we topped it off uh, this summer uh, by getting our new court uh, done and designed. So we are we are now true, true big go blue. Uh, across the board with our night head and, and our kids, of course, are blessed and love and our coaches and volleyball, basketball, wrestling, uh, love our new facility. I always love night court, but now it's the palace here at Johnson. And tell me about, about your teams and what we can expect in the future for Johnson. Of course, we're looking to, with expectation to the spring with the soccer team. Yes. Um, girl, girls continue to improve. Uh, Coach Hodge has done a great job taking that over from, from four years ago and uh, got us back in Lanierland this year, and, and uh, we've won four games and uh, been competitive in a few others. Uh, our boys are in the second year of Coach Compton's rebuild. Uh, we only have one senior. who He's a he's a great young man. Uh, if you're going to have one senior, you want to have a Jaden Riley as your senior. Uh, but uh, we're building. We're young, sophomores, a lot of sophomores playing, a freshman, uh, a couple of juniors. So uh, in the rebuild, but like I said, they're playing hard. They're getting better every day. Uh, so it, it, exciting days lay ahead. And, of course, uh, come spring, uh, our girls and boys soccer team, uh, our girls team uh, we're very excited about. Uh, they made the playoffs last year as a three seed when they were, we were predicted to finish eighth. Uh, we return uh, the majority of that team and uh, have a lot of new uh, young talent to add to that with Coach Higgins. And then, of course, Coach Zamora, our boys team, um, they just stay hungry. Uh, they are not – they are never satisfied. <laughs> uh, whether uh, they win or lose, they're, they're coming hard to work. So we're excited about them. And, and obviously, we, you know, we want to defend our uh, 4A state championship and uh, maybe be, be back in the mix again for a national championship. Always be called number one in the nation there at Johnson Times. Hey, it's always nighttime here it at is, Johnson Times. It is always nighttime. Sun up or sun down, I promise you, we're on nighttime. Tony, thanks for it. Appreciate it. Much. Happy New Year, okay? Mike, thank you for everything you do for our sports and our young people. We you have a great Be you blessed. Take care. Thank Talk you. To you. And it's Tony Wagner, the athletic director here at Johnson High. We're back into the second half of the girls' championship of the 64th annual Nearland Tournament on 97.5 Glory FM. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. This is Representative Lee Hawkins, your representative to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. 
The landscape of North Georgia continues to change, and when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 25 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's homes, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. And we're back here at the Palace at Johnson High. Joe's back with me now after taking a few minutes off to catch his breath, get ready for the second half. Well, I didn't really catch my breath because I had to go down the bleachers and back up, but it was a, it was a good trip. So. <laughs> and you were stopped about 100 times. I, I, I only stopped twice. I stopped to talk to a, an old friend of ours and then another really old friend of ours, Mr. Gruber, George Gruber, sitting down there waiting on the boys' game to start out, and then talked to John Simpson, the headmaster down at Lakeview a few, a few months. Scoring for North Hall here at the half, you've got Carly Bowen has two with three fouls. Uh, Braylon McCall has five with one foul. Nathan Boxabanos has three points with no fouls, and Martha has uh, one point with two fouls. Goss has two fouls, and Jennifer Satterfield has three. Lauren Hemmer has one foul. For Lakeview Academy, Dynasty Putman, three fouls and three points. Taylor Clark has three fouls. Emery Combs, six points and one foul. Talia Gaither, 15 points, no fouls. Ashlyn Henderson, two points and two fouls for the Lady Lions. They outscored North Hall 11-8 in the first, 15-3 in the second. North Hall went cold, and, of course, I attribute a lot of that to the Lakeview defense, Mike, because Lakeview's defense was swarming there in the second quarter, and North Hall barely could get it in there to get a shot off. And Talia had a big second quarter for the Lady Lions. Too. Oh, she did. She, she, she only had, I think, two, maybe three points there after then. She had two three-pointers, went to the line a couple times, hit a couple old-fashioned threes. So North Hall have the basketball to start here in the third quarter. Genesis Satterfield will throw it in as they get in the line there at the midcourt line trying to roll somebody open. They're going to throw it out of bounds to start off the quarter. They throw it long trying to get to Carly, and Carly can't catch up with it. It'll be a midcourt. And Lakeview will have it and trigger it in there. Annie Nibbins will have the basketball. Annie will throw it into the backcourt into Emory Combs. Emory, the point guard and the floor general for the Lady Lions. Emory brings it across midcourt slowly right in front of Coach Huffman on the left wing. And she dribbles down the left side, gives it off to Purdy. Purdy goes inside to Gaither. Gaither drives inside against Goss up over the backboard. No good. Or over the rim, no good. Rebound in North Hall. Bowen coming in a hurry. Bowen. Swings around, gets it over to this side to McCall. McCall wants to go inside, nothing there. Good tight defense from the Lady Lions. McCall, our student, Bowen with the basketball. Bowen has it with 19. Looking for a screen, got it from Goss. Goes to the other side, nobody there to throw it to, though. Nobody's getting open. Now they go trying to get it to Braylon. She finally gets it with 11. Shoots it from 16 off the backboard. Good. She used the glass, but it went in. 26-13 now, 7-12 in the quarter. Emory Combs will walk it up again. Very deliberate style of offense here for the Lady Lions to walk it up, Michael. Emory Garden and Talia will set a pick on Miss Bowen. They get it over to Purdy, back over to Combs. Combs, top of the key, goes down the right side, pulls up from 14, short, no good. Rebound right to Nibbins. Nibbins goes up and she's going to be fouled by Genesis Satterfield, and that will be four on Jensen Satterfield. She'll have to come out of the game. That's at least the third offensive rebound for Nibbins in the game, too. Mm -hmm. Martha Voxavanos will come in. She's got two. And I said before the game, one of the keys to the game, Mike, was for North Hall to stay out of foul trouble, and they're not. 
Again, you got the big girls there who can they can do more damage when you get in foul trouble too. Mm -hmm. Nibbins spins that one off the back of the rim. No good. And now you'll have Martha V coming in for Genesis. 6.47 in the quarter. 26-13, Lady Lions. Nivens will shoot her second one. Uses the rim, but knocks it down. 27-13 now, 6.47 in the quarter. Braylon McCall, and with that full court man-to-man -man defense, nobody can get open. Braylon throws it long right to Talia Gaither. Talia, Talia playing center field, caught it, dribbles it up, gives it over on the far side to Dynasty. Dynasty pulls up short, jumper, no good. Rebound McCall. McCall in a hurry to, to Martha V. Martha up ahead to Athen. Athen threw it a little long for Athen has got to throw it back out over to Braylon on the far side. Carly at the top of the key. Carly, Martha's wide open for a three on this side. Shoots it. Long, no good. And it went in, but it came up hit the top of the backboard and the support, which makes it out of bounds, and it'll be no good. Yeah, Joe, just one three-pointer for North all that by McCall back mm -hmm. in the first half. I think that's one of five now, maybe, for the Lady Trojans in this game. Lady Lions bring in a fresh player right here. Henderson comes back in for Nibbins. Combs with the basketball. Combs dribbles up. Goes over across to the over the top, top of the key. Now they go down to Nibbins down low. Nibbins in the lane, throws it back out to Gaither. Gaither, a short jumper, one about 12. Good. 29-13. in the quarter. Martha shoots a three. Good. First points in a long time. Second three-point basket. 29-16. 13-point advantage for Lakefield. Combs brings it up, dribbles with the right hand. Goes down the right side, gets over to Dynasty. Dynasty pulls up from eight. Good. And shoot the ball pretty well, too, Mike. If you open the girl, the open girl takes one dribble and pops it. 31-16. Put the elbow in, they can really do it. Carly Bowen over to Braylon McCall. Braylon stepped back, shot a three off the back rim. No good. Rebounded, knocked away. Henderson has the basketball. Henderson looking to get it to Combs. She does. Combs will dribble it up down the right side, guarded by Bowen. She now she'll slow it down. Now it's going to be a blocking foul on Bowen. And the reason that Bowen got that foul is it would have been an offensive foul, but but looked like to me, honestly, kept that shoulder and left arm tucked in tight when contact was made and Carly came up underneath. And that will be Carly's fourth foul. And now Lauren Hemmer. The sophomore will be in the basketball game. They go in, the, in a hurry over to Dynasty Putman. Putman knocks down a 14-footer good from the baseline, 33-16. Martha V with the basketball. Come brings it up the left side, comes over to the middle of the court, just across midcourt now, guarded by number five, Combs, and a foul on Combs. A hold as he extended that arm on out there on her, a hand out there for a hold. You, Braylon McCall will trigger it in with 26 on the clock. Try to go over the top, and it's knocked away by Lakeview, and they come up with it. Henderson has it over to Talia. Talia will dribble up, give it over to Purdy. Purdy will shoot a short jumper, no good. Rebounded, knocked out of bounds off of North Hall, I believe, and, yeah. Yeah, and it will be Lakeview's basketball underneath. So one thing about Lakeview's defense, too, they're keeping North Hall from really having ball movement. Exactly. Purdy will trigger it in, gets it into Combs. Combs will dribble it back out on the left wing. Goes inside to Gaither, way away from the basket to Henderson. Henderson from three, no good. Rebounded by Gaither. Gaither goes up strong, got the rebound, no good. Rebounded by Putman. Putman goes up, no good. Rebounded, I think, by North Hall this time. Yeah, Braylon McCall. No, that was uh, Athena. Boxabanos. Athena got in a hurry. Gives it over to Braylon. Braylon throws up a baby hook. Got the rim, got the roll, and it went in. 33 18, 15 point lead now for the Lady Lions. 427 in the quarter. 
Combs brings it across midcourt very slowly, using all the clock that they want to use right now. Mike with the big lead. Goes inside to Henderson. She throws up kind of a baby hook. They wanted a foul, wasn't there, but she's a foot taller than anybody right there, so she wouldn't get the call. Goes back over to Martha V from Goss. Martha V has the basketball way up front here on the right wing. Guarded by Purdy. Martha V looking to do something. She's got 21 on the shot clock. Far side to Blayla McCall. She almost lost it. Re re regains control. Gives it to Athena. Athena wants to go. They good pressure on her. She can't shoot the ball. She gets out there outside the three. Go to Blayland. Blayland wants to take it all the way in. She had a traveling call. As she stopped, she pulled her back foot. And it's a travel on North Hall. Just can't get it in sync with this pressure defense from Lakeview, Michael. Absolutely, Joe. Annie Nibbins comes back in the game for Henderson now. 33-18, your score, 3.46 in the quarter. Hemmer comes out, and Sally Davidson comes in the game for the Lady Trojans. Combs will bring it up slowly with that right hand. North Hall kind of in a trapping zone. They're in a, they get, get into a man-to-man -man once they get it across and more in a 2-1 zoo, but they're coming way out high on it. Matchup zone, maybe. Now look at the, that's going to be Combs. She took it all the way in there, trying to get get a layup or a foul call. Didn't get either one. It went out of bounds off of North Hall. And with 17 on the shot clock, it will be Lakeview's ball underneath. Jalen Purdy will take it out of bounds. Purdy gets it in the corner to Putman. She'll shoot a three short off the backboard, and it's going to be out of, knocked around. And Athena will dribble in a hurry, coming in the front court. Athena goes up, swatted away by Talia Gaither as she was running step for step with the senior. They'll call play number four will Coach Eric Herrick. 30-30-18 with 3-17 and 30 on the shot clock. Braylon McCall outside to Athena. Athena, oh, swatted away by Putman as Athena tried to get a long one off Putman and then Goss goes in for a shot and she's fouled by Gaither. That'll be the first foul on Gaither on the evening. Well, says many times, Joe, when you got somebody bigger than you, you got to challenge them. That's right. You got to take it in there. And Goss, Goss didn't mind it last night. She's what she's trying to do right now. Zara will shoot two at the line. First one's up. Rolled around her in and out. And even if they hit all the free throws, Mike, they were two of six. Now they're two of seven. Even with those five points, it'd still be a 10-point game. And with that, Leighton was only 50%. They were six of 12 at, by, at halftime. From the charity strike, 308 in the quarter. Goss to shoot the second of two. It's up, no good. Over to this side, Braylon McCall is going to get the rebound. Braylon's going to shoot a three off the rim, no good. Rebound knocked away. Lakeview gets it. That's going to be Combs going the other way and going to be a foul, I think, on number 11. Yeah, it's going to be on Braylon McCall down there to be her second. You know what's happening? You're losing a lot of free points. Yep. They're on the board. You exactly. miss those free throws. Well, that's that's uh, four or six that they missed right there. They give them 24. They'd have cut it to nine right there if they hit them both. And on the other end, Emory Combs knocks down the first of two to make it a 16-point advantage for the Lady Lions. Three minutes in the quarter. 64th annual Lanierland basketball tournament from Johnson High. Second one's good. 35-18. In the golf. What do they got right here? After the main free throw, a whistle. The center official blew a blew the whistle, and they're looking for. Oh, okay, something. Look, I had something more on the floor. I don't know what it was. The center official saw it. I don't know, a piece of trash or something. Oh, looks like there's four or five pieces of trash out there. It looks like some. I don't know if it's uh, 
Well, girls are helping pick it up now. It looks like it might have been off the off the pom pom or something, which is uh -huh. weird. Nobody was out there at halftime other than other people, so shooting free throws, or shooting a three or uh, mid court challenge. Martha B. Athenal B. will bring it up the far side. Comes up, she's going to throw it up there and get fouled, and she goes to the basket. And that foul is going to be on number 11, Kavana Bogni. Her first foul of the evening. Third team foul in this quarter. Athena, first free throw good. That'll hit them all, 35-19, down by 16. And now Bachman will come in and Gaither will come back into the game. Talia man's one of the lane spots. Second free throw's good, back rim and in, 35-20. Henderson gets it in to Putman. Putman will, those two Combs, excuse me, Combs will dribble up as Putman's in the far right corner. Putman dribbles up very slowly, guarded against Hemmer. Brings it over to the left side. And got a travel right there as it came up and rolled up her leg and traveled with it before she can make the pass to Putman in the left corner. 2.41 in the quarter now. 35-20. Your score. But for the most part, they look so smooth. They do. And then we've got a foul on number one, Putman. The hold before the toss in. Four-team foul. And that, uh, according to that, that's going to be four on Dynasty. That's what I've got. Mm-hmm. 35-20, Hemmer with the basketball in that court. Clear out and let her bring it up. Now. Over to Martha V. Martha V is going to bring it up. She tries to bring it in the middle. She does a little floater in the middle. Oh, no good. Rebound on the far side. Zara Goss going after it. She throws it, and it's off of the Lakeview. Lakeview throws it in, and it's going to be off the North Hall foot. Out of bounds, and it'll be Lakeview's basketball. Combs had it, was losing her balance, threw it back in right off a North Hall player. Out of bounds, and it'll be Lakeview's basketball on the far side. Combs. Over there to throw it in. She needs somebody to come help bring it in. Nobody's there. And get it in finally over here to Taylor Clark back in the game. Taylor with three fouls also. She got them pretty quick there in the first quarter. Combs over to Talia from 16. Good. Well, she can, she's, she's like three or three or four for four out there of there. That spot, buddy. Long shots. I'll tell you what, that was just inside the three-point arc. 37-20. Lauren Hemmer with the basketball. Tries to throw it across. Quick hands right there by Taylor Clark. And then Hemmer gets it up. We've got a full timeout. Going to be called by Eric Harris. And we're back in one minute live from Johnson on 97.5. Glory FM. Thank you, North Hall. This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. Chick-fil-A is a proud sponsor of Hall County Athletics and the great student-athletes that compete on the fields, courts, tracks, and mats. Chick-fil-A was introduced into Hall County way back in 1987 at Lakeshore Mall. Throughout the years, they've been blessed to develop countless relationships with the schools here in Hall County. They're thanking everyone for their support of Chick-fil-A, which allows them to help support our schools, coaches, and student-athletes. In Gainesville, you'll find Chick-fil-A on Jesse Jewell Parkway. Eat more chicken. We're back here at the Palace at Johnson High School. Joe Gailey, Mike Warford with you. Coming out of this timeout for Coach Eric. Coach Eric with a full timeout trying to 
keep possession of the basketball. They're fixing to lose it right there on the edge of the backcourt. 25 on the shot clock. Martha V with the basketball in the backcourt. Now she's in front. Gives it over to Sister Athena. Athena dribble drive to the left-hand side. Spins in the middle. Nothing nope, there. She comes over to this side to Lauren. Lauren dribble drives in there. Pulls up from 15. Back out to Athena for three. No good. Back rim. Good rebound there by, excuse me, Gaither. Gaither gives it in a hurry to Nivens. Back to... Combs. Combs has the basketball. Dribbles down the right side. Combs dribbles outside. We're going to have a foul right there. I believe it's going to be on Goss. Yep. Zara with her third foul of the night. Let's see. 33. Yep. First of this yep. half. First of this half and third overall, though. Fourth team foul of the quarter. 132 in the quarter. 25 on the shot clock. Lady Lions have it. Henderson in the corner. Henderson looking to drive. Guarded by Sally Davidson. Gets it out to Combs. Combs Way out on the right wing. Good pick by Henderson. Combs pulls up a jumper, 16, good. She got the screen she needed from Henderson. Got wide open after one dribble and knocked it down. Henderson throws it back over to Hemmer. Hemmer brings it up, left-hand dribble, gives it over to Goss. Goss waits, gives it back to Hemmer. Hemmer between the circles. 102 in the quarter, 25 on the play clock, shot clock. Athena trying to go to the basket. Nothing there as Henderson shuts her down. She's going to throw it up anyway and draws a foul. Of course, you probably hear the fans down in front. They didn't agree with the call. But the officials right there made the call. Foul on Henderson. That'll be her third. The thing about two, you can have almost the entire academy down in front of us if you want it to. <laughs> exactly right. A big night for them. 39-21. Now, 18-point lead. Biggest one of the night for the Lady Lions. Athena V trying to cut it to 17 and short on that one, rebounded by Henderson. Now we got a travel. Now Henderson wanted to foul on Goss, but Goss came down right up against her, so she didn't, nobody gained any advantage. And then Henderson, Jane Ashland, changed her pivot foot from one to the other and drew the walk. Martha V looking to get it in. She gets it into Goss. Goss is going to shoot a jumper from the corner. No good. Rebound by Henderson on the far side. Henderson gets it over to Combs. Combs will dribble it up. Takes her time. 43 seconds left here in the quarter. 39-21 your score. Lady Lions with the lead. Gets it into Henderson right there at the free throw line over to, to Gaither. Back out to Nibbins. Nibbins dribbles around the top of the key. And we're going to have a travel call as she picked up the ball and traveled with it. I'm sorry, go ahead. They're not quite as effective in the half-court game. No. Nope. Go in a hurry. Hemmer gets it in to Martha V in the backcourt. Shot or game clock's off. Shot clock. Shot clock is off. Game clock at 23. Martha V brings it up against Nivens. They'll go in a hurry. 19, 17. Martha throws up a little wild shot. Rebounded by Goss is going to be off of number five. Combs out of bounds with 12.5. North Hall will have the opportunity for one last shot here if they can get it in. Cameron gets it, or excuse me, Baxavanos gets it into Goss, back to Baxavanos, she shoots an air ball, rebounded by Gaither with seven to Combs. Combs will go up in a hurry this time with three, two, she'll stop from 24, good. That's the end of your quarter, 42-21, Lakeview. And Lady Lions are eight minutes away from their first ever championship. We're back in the fourth quarter in one minute. On 97.5 Glory FM. 
Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Fourth and final quarter for the girls' championship. Lakeview will trigger the end. They're up, doubled up on North Hall, 42-21. Just getting started here in the fourth quarter. Combs has the basketball. She goes to the basket. No good. Rebounded by Gaither. We're going to have a foul on Gaither over the back or a pushing foul. Gaither commits. That's only her second, second. of the night. And... North Hall will get the basketball and come the other direction. We've got Carly Bowen back in the game, Martha and Athena Voxabanos, Goss in the game, and Genesis Satterfield back in the game. They're just so quick is Lakeview. North Hall can't even get it. They're still way back in the back court, Mike. Can't get it up. And the referee, the, the, the lead referee, sees, saw that Coach Herrick was wanting a timeout and was able to get it with 28 on the shot clock. And, and Coach Huffman didn't agree with it, but he's looking at the play down there and not seeing what's happening here there behind. That's a good call by the official. Cool, the Bluebirds come out, but hey, the back officials watching for that. He called, he saw Coach Herrick saw his girl was not going to get it across midcourt. He called the timeout with 28 seconds on the shot clock. We'll keep it right here this time around. After the game, we'll go ahead and extend it, break in between games. They'll have the trophy presentation and also the naming of the all-tournament team. We think we have Coach Jerry Davis in attendance, not who may be presenting the championship trophy. Thomas, so I didn't see him down earlier, but he may be off in the wings somewhere. Somebody from the Davis family should be here. Yep. North Hall will try and trigger it in. They get it into Satterfield. Goes up in a hurry to, to Athena. Athena trying to go all the way. She throws it up late off the rim. No good. Rebound. Genesis Satterfield will pick up a foul. And that will probably be her last one against number five, Emery Combs. First player to foul out of the ball game. Carly, or excuse me, Genesis Satterfield will foul out. That's her fifth. Coach Harriet gives her a hug as she comes off. In good game, physical game. Tough one for Genesis with a couple of girls a little bit taller than her tonight. She couldn't use her size and jumping ability to advantage tonight. 421, 726 in regulation. And the goal on the far side is going to be a travel on Kavana uh, Magni. And we'll go out of bounds to North Hall, North Hall. And Bradley McCall will trigger it in. Gets it into Carly, but when Carly gets it into the front court, Carly. And they're going to double team her right there. Give it over to Martha, Martha V. Man-to-man defense, very quick players. And then she's out of bounds right there. She, was, she brought the ball over. She carried it and dribbled out of bounds. Coach uh, 
Merrick wanted a push on the defense and did not get the call. Probably shouldn't have. Seven minutes exactly. Coming the other way. Combs has it. Pulls up from 16. Knocks it down. Got a nice little screen from Gaper on the far side. 44, 21, 650 in the quarter. Carly Bowen brings it up. Carly will pull up. Brings it back out outside the three-point line. Being guarded by Clark right here. She goes towards the basket, throws it up late. Foul by Clark. She went to the back to the hole or to the floor. We're gonna have a foul on Clark. And that's her fourth. Carly Bowen will go to the line to shoot two. And so think about Lakeview's always been known for their academics. And now mm-hmm. for the first time since the 04 baseball championship, they're gonna be known as a an athletic program too. Oh, in and out. She used all the rim and bounced out on 44-21 your score. The North Hall scored when they needed to last night and tonight. They can't score when they need to. Second one by Carly's up. Good. 44-22 now. Henderson and Putman back in the game. They'll come in for Clark and Havana. 6.33 left in the game. And the Lions don't go very deep either, Joe. He's only played about eight. Yeah. Holmes comes up. And has it on the far side, being double teamed by North Hall, and we've got a timeout called by Coach Huffman. Let's see what it's going to be. It's going to be a full. He's already used his 2.30s. Yeah, that's it. We're back in one minute from Johnson High here on 97.5 Glory FM. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. 97.5 Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Back here, Lakeview. Lakeview or excuse me, Johnson. Lakeview has the basketball. They get inside to Henderson. Henderson off the backboard. No good. Rebounded by North Hall. Carly Bowen has it. She'll bring it up. They missed a shot. And Carly got the rebound. She'll dribble up for six minutes. Left here in the game. Layla McCall for three out of the corner. Off the back rim. No good. Rebounded by Talia Gaither. Talia. Gives it over to Combs. Combs will dribble it up with a little pressure. Now she takes her time. Gives it over to Nibbins. Nibbins thought about a three. The left-hander gives it over to Henderson in the corner. Henderson almost knocked out of bounds by McCall. They throw it over there. Knocked away by Martha Boxavanos. It will be Lakeview's basketball in front of the Lakeview bench. I said that country bench, didn't I? (laughs) Henderson has it. She gets it back into Nibbins. Nibbins over the top to Combs. Combs has it. Dribbles up to the free throw line, knocks it down. And she's hit three in a row, just 
medium range jumpers from 14 to 16, 17 feet, and nice smooth strokes, nothing but net. And they're dead at that range. 46-22, your score 5-23. Yeah. Hall trying to get an open look, but they can't get it. Carly Bowen shoots one from the elbow over there, hits the front rim. Goss goes after it, knocks it out of bounds. You know what you're thinking, Joe? I'd love to see his lady team played last year's Lumpkin County team. Oh, wouldn't that have been pretty? Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice to see for It'd sure. Game, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, sure would have been. That might have been a, a really good chess match between Huffman and Coach Dallas for Absolutely. sure. 46-22, five minutes, ten seconds left here in the game. Coach Huffman brings Nivens over here. He goes inside to Gaither. Gaither takes it up strong. No good. Rebounded by Talia. She goes up again. No good. Rebound on Nivens. Nivens almost had it. And look at that Carly Bowen fighting, causing the jump ball. It's so impressed with Nivens and what she can do on the offensive end. Yep. North Hall have the basketball. Bowen throws it into McCall. Back to Bowen. Bowen will bring it across. Bring it up the court now. 4.55 in the quarter. Bowen brings it across. She's got it outside the three-point line. She'll shoot it. Oh, thought she thought about shooting at 15. They got on her so quick. She couldn't. Gives it to Martha V with 20. Martha has plenty of time. Trying to find an opening. Gives it to Braylon in the corner for three. Good. First three in a long three. time. Her second three. Yes, Mike. 46-25. Yes. 21-point lead for the Lady Lions. 4-28 left in the game. Combs brings it up. Gives it to Nivens here on the left side. Back to Combs. Middle of the top of the key, if you will, up there to Gaither. Back to Combs. Combs dribbles down the left side of the lane. Up, up with the left hand. Kind of twisted her ankle, but she's jogging back down the floor. She came down a little funny. Bowen with the basketball. Bowen. I tell you what, Combs is sticking to Athena like glue. And going to have a travel call on Bowen. Bowen looks at Coach Herrick and said, I didn't walk. And he's saying, dish it off next time a little earlier. Well, like I said, it's every year. defense wins championships. Yeah, exactly. All right, Kavana Bucking will throw it in to Dynasty Putman. Putman will bring it up the far side, gives it on this side to Taylor Clark. Taylor runs up against Bowen. Then goes against Goss. She went up in a hell ball. Zara Goss went straight up, got her hands up. Taylor put the ball right in the middle there and caused the hell ball. And Taylor Clark will take it out of bounds as Amari Combs will come out of the game. But you got to make shots. But you and I both love great defense. And yeah, we do. Throw that one right in there, and Martha V intercepts it. Goes to Braylon McCall on the fast break for the layup. 48-27, 21-point advantage now for the Lady Line. I believe it's going to be too little too late tonight. Michael Henderson pass over to her, and she's going to lose it. Oh, good save right there by Taylor Clark. They get it back over to Henderson. She shoots it no good. Rebounded by Bowen. Bowen will bring it up. Carly in a hurry. She'll slow it down. Gives it to Braylon in the corner. Braylon will shoot another three off the rim. No good. Rebounding Goss went up for it and knocked it out of bounds. Henderson had inside position, but Zara went up strong, knocked it out of bounds from the side. Zara's been effective, too. Mm -hmm. Been impressive. She's just a freshman, too. Uh She's going to be good. Taylor Uh Clark comes back in the game for Henderson. Henderson has a big knee brace on the right knee. I think that's why she's in and out like she is. At least she gets to play. That's the main thing. There you go. Putman goes in for the layup. She's going to be fouled by Zara as she goes to the basket and throws one up. She'll go line and two fouls on Goss, and that'll be her fourth, I think. Well, Joe, tell me about that knee brace. Between games, we'll have a new segment on our broadcast. We'll be talking to one of the doctors from NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine. 
you'll hear a lot about sports medicine. Mm -hmm. Good deal. First free throw is good by Dynasty Putman. 3.02 left in the game, 22-point lead for the Lady Lions. Second one, good. As you, you and I say a lot, didn't it? Your offense may look good and everybody likes the offense, but defense wins championship, and that's exactly what Lakeview is doing tonight. Carly Bowen up the far side, throws it away right through Martha's hands, and Carly gets in there and forces the hell ball between her and Kavana Bogman. Well, right there, too, buddy. Excuse me. Is, is that the defense sets up the offense? Mm -hmm. Exactly. 50 27 is your score. 251. He did it inside the golf. Goes up for the shot. No good. Rebounded by Braylon. Braylon going to throw it outside to Martha. Martha going to try and get it down. Goss has the basketball. Brought it by Talia. Goss pulls it out. Gives it to Martha. Martha V puts it on the floor. Tries to go baseline. She does. Then throws it right in to Taylor Clark's hands. Taylor will bring it up the near side. She's fouled by Athena Voxavanos. And any time the Lady Lions get the transition game going right, right there, they end up getting fouled. Yep. They're going to do the shot chart again. They've been so deadly from 15, 16, 17 feet, more even than inside. Lauren Hammer goes back in. Sally Davidson comes in. They come in from McCall and Bowen. Combs comes back in the game. Give it over to go inside that time to Clark. Clark went up and she's fouled from behind by Athena Voxavano. So that'll be Athena's fourth, I think, now. Might just be the third. Okay, no, it's only two. It's only two. How about that? So Dynasty Putman will be at the line to shoot two. First one rolls it in off the rim. Look at who's going to be on the alternate team. Right now, you got to think Putnam. I think Nivens and Gaith are all three. I think so. Usually there's ten, or there might be nine in MVP. The second one's short, no good, rebounded by Carly, knocked away in a foul on Taylor Clark. Well, back in the day, you had one player from each team, and you had the championship team had the MVP. You right. had two. Right. But now there's several. Yeah, usually with, the, with eight teams, I think you have nine players, and usually there's two off the championship team plus the MVP, and then they'll pick two, one or two from the others. Get it in. Lauren Hemmel bring it up. Some help from Davidson. Gets it over to Martha V. Martha will bring it up at 217. Martha dribbles up the near side. Throws up a floater. No good. Rebounding by Gaither. And Gaither loses it out of the bounds. She tries to wheel around, and Goss kind of got in her way there. And Not Goss, but uh, Martha V. And the ball got knocked out of bounds off of Talia. And you see how Talia's really matured since last year when she was at Cherokee Butt this year at Lakeview. Mm -hmm, for sure. Goss has it in the corner on inbounds pass with 209. Goes to Martha. Or Athens, excuse me. We, oh, she's going to have an uh, out-of-bounds call. And she slipped coming around being guarded by Emery Combs. She slipped and she tried to plant that left or right foot driving and went out from under right there. I think they're going to say I need a towel or something right there to dry it up. Last couple of nights they've had those little quick dry brooms, but they don't have that tonight, so now they're asking for a towel. And uh, said, I ain't got a towel. <laughs> so I don't know who's going to give them a towel tonight. Need a Swiffer out there. Yeah, that's what they usually do. Now that comes from the score table. And there's our buddy, the trainer from North Hall, Cody, out. Going to wipe it up. Good for him. He might be the MVP or the MVP. TP, most valuable towel player tonight. 
he would hate me saying that, I'm sure, but I did that a lot when I was in a trainer and manager for sports years ago. 51-27, 24-point advantage for the Lady Lions. Other than a brief time in the first quarter, Lady Lions have led it from the first quarter on for sure. It was tied at eight and then we hit that three. Yeah. Haven't trailed since. Holmes for a two-pointer, 53-27, 147 in the game. Hemmer from Martha V. Hemmer with help from Martha V. Martha will bring it up now, gets it across the midcourt line. Gaither will guard way out front, then guard her as she comes down to half and half, and it'll shoot a three off the rim long. Good. Rebounded on this side by Kavana Bogdan. Kavana gives it over to Combs. Combs will not throw it off of a North Hall player and then go the other direction. Now you will have a couple of subs here, number 30. Maddie Loggins comes in for the Lady Lions. Number 32, Emmy Finley for the Lady Lions. Andy Nibbins back in the game. So a senior, Emmy Finley, and senior Maddie Loggins in the game for one of the last minute and 10 seconds. Those bad passing, but it's going to be reclaimed by Emory Combs. Combs out front with 10 on the shot clock. She'll go towards the basket, throw up a layup, no good. Rebound on the far side by number 12 for North Hall. That's Emily Spears, a junior. Spillers. Spillers gives it over to Martha V. And we've got a timeout called just to get the subs in for North Hall. We've got uh, Hannah Thamich and Harley Smith coming in the game for the Lady Trojans. And number 24, Addie Shepard will come in the game. So you'll have Thamich, Hemmer, um, Harley Smith, Addie Shepard, and Emily Spillers in the game. Now you got Anna Claire Mitchell, number 10, a junior for Lakeview in the game. Lakeview just wanting to get down to the last 52 seconds now and get it in. Lauren Hemmer has the basketball. Lauren takes it to the basket, throws it up. She's fouled by Amy Finley, and she'll go to the line to shoot two. She, that's going to be obviously the first on Finley and the first free throws of the night for Hemmer. Hemmer will stand at the line. First free throw is long, back rim, no good. But think about it too, the experience of Lakeview Academy in front of three packed gyms. Yep. Jim, that's big also that's, for them, just the experience. Sure. And the atmosphere. Second one is no good, rebounded. As Fabich almost got up there and got it, rebounded by Finley. Finley gets it over to Combs. Combs will dribble it up in the front court, guarded by Hemmer. Well, and Mike, I will arguably say this might be, these three nights might be the, the biggest gyms, the most packed gyms they'll see all season long. Absolutely. As they get inside to Maddie Finley, or Emmy Finley, and she hits a two-pointer good. Oh, and a three-pointer by Lauren Hemmer off the glass. 55 to 30 with 18 seconds left. Emery Combs will bring it up for the last 14 seconds and just dribble it out front, I'm sure. She'll get it across midcourt. She'll dribble with seven, six. They don't have to count as long as she's dribbling. Three, two, one, and you're 20, 23. The Nearland champions are the Lakeview Lady Lions, 55 to 30, off over the North Hall Lady Trojans. Congratulations to the Lady Lions. Probably the biggest win 
in Lakeview Academy history 20 seasons ago. The 2004 baseball team won the Class A state championship. This has got to be right up there with them. We're trying to talk to the head of schools at Lakeview Academy, John Simpson, during halftime of our boys' ball game. And Lakeview Academy, third time to charm. They played North Hall in the finals in 2019 and 2021. North Hall winning the championship of this year. It's the Lakeview Academy and Lady Lions capturing the 2023 Lanier Land Tournament Championships. And they'll hear the, they call it the Sally Bell. Sally Bell, Sally Bell Trophy. Yep. And um, Sally Bell, long time official in the area. And nationally, did even did the Olympics. And very well known, good official. The thing nope. about taking the big gold ball home with them to Lakeview Academy. That's got to be a cool thing. And you, you called it right, Coach Jerry Davis, who I saw on Wednesday, is here tonight to present the trophies. I had him as a PE teacher back in 1971-72 yep. when he coached at North Hall High School. His last year at North Hall, he taught me driver's education. And we got to drive in an old red Torino uh, around the golf course area. And think about it, he is the son of the founder of this tournament, yes. C.W. Davis. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And then they're tallying up the votes, getting all the all the stuff in there before the dance, and everybody's standing up. Yeah, they're getting the other media to decide on the all-tournament team. I think you and I can come up with a pretty good team ourselves. They, they have uh, given one, and I don't know who the girl was they, down there in the corner. From East Hall. Kalana Curry from East Hall was named. Yeah, I think we Miss Johnson. Yeah, uh, probably the Johnson player. Next. That was Kalana Curry that just announced from East Hall. Very deserving. As they finished seventh in the tournament. And probably from North, from North Hall. Athena. They butchered the name. It's Athena Voxavanos. I think they call it Athena. And they couldn't pronounce the last name, but Athena Voxavanos. Oh, Destiny Revere is from Johnson. It was just right. the first one. I don't know who the first one was. It might be probably from West Hall. May have been. Yep. From Cherokee Bluff. From Cherokee Bluff. Caitlin Cook. Caitlin Cook. The left-handed, number 20. Caitlin yes. Cook. An outstanding athlete. Yes. Plays hard all the time. She's coming out with her letter jacket on from the far side. Next up with the all-tournament team. From Flowery Branch. From Flowery Branch. Oh, just Templin. Here comes Jess on the far side. Comes underneath the little rope they have up. Security rope there. Jess they, coming across. As they finish sixth in the tournament. Running all eight spots here later on. From Gainesville. Matty White. Maddie White looking for Maddie to come out from somewhere. Hadn't seen her come out yet. Let's see what she's They had there. two tough games last night and tonight. Last night losing to Lakeview and tonight mm -hmm. to Cherokee Bluff. They're awfully young this year. They lost Probably a lot Chessie, of players. I should say they lost year. tonight. There comes Maddie from the other side. From Lakeview Academy, Dynasty Putnam. Well, and the reason Maddie's slow, she's got a boot on the right ankle, Mike. Oh, wow. Yep. 
Oh, Maddie's okay. Well, they may not be Maddie. Maybe somebody for Maddie and talking to her down there. I don't know. Again, Donnie yeah, C. Putman from Lakeview Academy. Oh, this ain't MVP. Oh, that's all tournament team. Okay, now we'll yeah. get ready for the MVP. Gabby Gaither. So he's going to have two from Lakeview Academy, it looks like, Joe. Mm, evidently, but the Talia was already on there. Maybe she's the first and one we missed then. So that'd be the case. See. We're waiting with anticipation for the most valuable player of yep. the 2023. Oh, we're going to have Miss Kurt's restaurant. And talking about the late Kurt Lance. we got Kurt's wife and looks like maybe a grandson or somebody down there with him. I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, Kurt was a little guy. Worked for his dad, C.L. Leslie, who owned Burger Chef. Back in the day, his brother Ronnie yep. was right there with us. His brother Charlie, Kurt, and Sharon Lentz. She's going to present the, in, oh, it's the Sportsmanship Award. There we go, the Sportsmanship Award. Goes to Braylon McCall. Braylon McCall. Very good choice. Yep. So Sharon Lentz gives the Kurt Lentz Sportsmanship Award to Braylon McCall. I'm getting a, a group picture of the Lances and Braylon down there from the media. Good for all of them. Excellent. And Kurt died years ago of a heart attack at a very young age. Yes. Left us way too early. Yes, he did. Had a, now I'll just go ahead and say they had a dynasty in the restaurant over here. Oh, yeah. What a what a great basketball player he was at oh, Johnson. Oh, what a great basketball. Now, Jerry Davis is coming out to present some stuff here. He'll probably present the MVP. The yep. The Sally Bell MVP award for the girls. And it's going to be Jerry Davis. They're talking about Sally Bell and her accomplishments. And you could talk for a while about Sally Bell. Yep. National Women's College. He said 15 Final Fours. Yep. Wow. Yep. Oh, she, we, we were there at the Omni with that. She was that doing that one, wasn't it, yep. back in the day? Remember that one, buddy? Not, what was that? We, 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 you and I went down to the Omni? I think she might have. I think so. She did Olympic Games in Atlanta. The thing about it, she did not do it. She was later on. Those were the 90s at Sally. So she was not there. You're, you're dying over there. But what a great career she had. And Jerry Davis is going to present the Sally Bell MVP Award. It's going to be. It is Talia Gaither. So Talia Gaither, second generation basketball player here in the tournament. Her dad. Played for Jerry Davis. Yep, sure did. Tim Gaither played for Coach Jerry at Gainesville years ago. You know what Talia got her skills from. I'm sure Tim pushes her every day. He gets a chance to do some basketball skills. And now the Lady Lions will get to celebrate a little bit before they get the gold ball. And also, of course, her older sister, Timber, played four years at Cherokee Bluff mm -hmm. starting out that program. Yep. Oh, David Lee, who is the president of Jackson EMC, the title sponsor mm -hmm. of the Oneraland Tournament. And he's going to present the trophy. The gold ball will go to Lakeview Kevin first. The runner-up trophy goes to North Hall. Carly and Braylon will go up and accept the second place trophy. And David is presenting that plaque to them. Second straight year, the runner-up trophy goes to North Hall in their third straight finals here at the Lanier Land. Won it in 21, runner-up last year and this year. Now all the girls will come up and they'll get a team picture with David. What a job good. Jackson EMC does. We're a member at 
97.5 Glory FM. And don't you say you're a member of Jackson EMC? That's right. Mom and Dad and myself were longtime members of Jackson EMC. Now the last trophy of the girls game. Here it is. Let's stand to our feet, friend, for that stand. Congratulations to the Lakeview Academy Lady Lions. Well, it's not a gold ball. It's a plaque that he has. And not sure. Here it is. There's. Oh, there yeah, I mean, that's what they're individual, uh, individual yeah. medals, Joe. Yeah. That's what you're seeing. First time in tournament history, the Lakeview Academy Lady Lions. Listen to this crowd. Yeah. Big hand from the Lakeview Lions fans. A bunch down here in front of us, a bunch on the far side. They're jumping up and down. Don't drop the ball, ladies. A big hit. That's a big, heavy ball, too. I've yes, got to hold it two or three times. It's a heavy, <laughs> heavy little trophy bronze ball on top of the heavy wooden base. And they've also got a plaque that they can put up, too. Yeah, don't you love yeah. that? What happens with the gold ball, you had to win it three years in a row to take it home permanently. Yep. And so that thing can go around a That's lot. That's only happened a couple of times, I think. What have we got in Bill Hall, Gainesville, and East Hall, the only three schools in the county that have been able to do that. Am I correct? On the girls' On side? On the girls' side? I think so. Yeah, I think that's right. And uh, I know Johnson's won it. Uh, I'm pretty sure did West Hall win it back with the net was, was there? I, I don't think so. They may not have won it, but uh, Johnson may have. So. Well, I'll tell you what, it's a great atmosphere. It is a great accomplishment for Lakeview Academy, the private school in Hall County, which for many years was not a part of this event. All right. And then they joined after the two newest schools, Chesapeake and Flyer Branch, joined the tournament when they did and uh, went from originally four teams, went to five with West Hall, and then it went to eight when Chesapeake and Flyer Branch joined. They had Lakeview with it, and then the ninth school when Cherokee Bluff was formed just six years ago. And coming up next, the Cherokee Bluff boys look for history, looking for their first ever title. Coming up next on 97.5 Glory FM, we'll wrap up this girls' game at Raven Boys game here on 97.5 Glory FM. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at siphonlogistics.com. This is Representative Lee Hawkins. You're represented to the state legislature. I want to wish all the local athletes in our area the very best this season. Your team is very important to the success of our community, and I look forward to seeing you play this year and to see what you accomplish in the classrooms and in the community. I also look forward to serving you and your family in the state legislature. This message paid for by the committee to re-elect Lee Hawkins. The landscape of North Georgia continues to change. And when you're looking to buy a home or land, you need someone who knows the real estate market. Turn to Chris McCall Realty. Chris has been serving the Hall and surrounding counties for 25 years. He specializes in residential real estate. Whether it's homes, land, acreage, or farms, customer satisfaction is most important to him. Find out more today. Log online to McCallProperties.com. Thank you, North Hall. 
This is Chris Kinsey with Millie's Drapery and Decorating, and we would like to thank the North Hall community for their continued support. Since 1968, my family has provided the area with beautiful custom drapery, bedding, upholstery, blinds, shades, and more. If you would like some help with your interior design project, give us a call and we'll schedule one of our talented designers to give you an in-home consultation and estimate for your project. Call us at 770-532-3819. That's what the hell get a chance to go with. That's what the hell I was telling Joe here between games is that they're asking people respectfully to leave if you don't have a child involved in this upcoming game between Cherokee Bluff and Gainesville. Next door at the New Performing Arts Center, they have the big theater. People are, I like watching a movie, watching this ball game, and that would be bad itself, you know, but Yeah, that, you know, if you could, if you could sit in there and, and you wouldn't have the, the, the closeness, I guess. If you could just hear us, it would be great shape. Yeah, you know? Exactly, exactly, <laughs> man. Get a live feed in there next time we're down here so people can listen to us. But, uh, you know, a really big crowd here. We've got a few play, few, few folks that have left from North Hall and the Gainesville folks and Cherokee Bluff folks have filled in quite nicely. And a lot of purple, a lot of red here tonight. And I don't know what purple and red, Matt. I know I know red and blue makes green, but I'm not sure about red and purple. Well, I think this girls' <laughs> ball game, see what, Lakeview Academy remains undefeated. Yep. They're the number one team to stay in class AAA, the mm-hmm. GIAA. I can't see anybody beating them in that league. It, it, if they do, Mike, it would, to, to me, it would be uh, amazing. You'd have to have everybody hurt or something else for for that to happen. I just don't don't see it happening. I'm like you. You're checking the boxes here. Lanierland Championship. Number one in the state. Yep. We'll see them the last game of the regular season on February the 9th. We'll be at the Walters Athletic Center mm-hmm. to bring you the game between Loganville Christian and Lakeview Academy. Then we may get a chance to see them play in the state playoffs later on. And, again, we're going to try to have John Simpson, the head of schools, maybe be our guest at halftime of the boys game. Longtime friend. Uh, we'll talk more about that with him later on. I know he's got a lot of the Nearland memories also. But this one right here is number one with Lakeview Academy's girls winning the 2023 Lanierland Championship. Coming up next in between games, we have a brand new segment for you. We're going to talk to one of the doctors with NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, then we'll get ready for the boys game of the 2023 Lanierland Basketball Championship here on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. 97.5 Glory FM. Time to talk to representative from NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine. We're talking with Dr. Brett Meeks. And Dr. Meeks, thanks for being with us. Tell us a little bit about yourself, sir. Well, thanks for having me, Mike. I really appreciate it. Uh, happy to talk to you today. Um, so, uh, like you said, I'm uh, working for Northeast Georgia Physicians Group. Um, I'm an orthopedic surgeon uh, specializing in sports medicine and uh, knee and shoulder surgery. 
Um, I see patients around the age of uh, 14, 15, and all the way up uh, to uh, older folks as well. And <clears throat> I practice um, at the uh, Gainesville Medical Park uh, one location. I see patients there, and I also see patients in Dawsonville one day a week. Um, so that's that's pretty much uh, kind of the, the the long and short of it for me. Um, uh, what other questions do you have for me? Well, tell me this. Uh, so, how many patients do you see on a regular basis? I'm sure you're busy every day now, aren't you? Sure, absolutely. So, you know, my my schedule is a mix of um, obviously being in clinic and then being in the operating room. Um, so every day is a little bit variable, but um, it can be anywhere up to you know 20 to 30 patients on on busy days, um, and then several surgeries uh, in a day, just kind of depending on what it looks like and and how the schedule uh, rolls. Wow, it's amazing. There's that many people needing help at NGPG. So I'm assuming the, the younger patients have the acute injuries and someone older like myself will be the chronic injuries. That's correct. I mean, I, I would say, um, you know, for the most part, the younger folks are the ones with more acute injuries. Uh, but sometimes older folks and weekend warriors, um, they also have, you know, acute injuries, whether, you know, that's a, a sort of an acute pickleball injury or sometimes people, you know, will fall off a ladder and injure their shoulder. So we kind of see the whole whole gamut of injuries, and I would say older folks is both acute and chronic, um, and then the younger folks are, are more acute usually, but sometimes those people also have sort of nagging injuries and, um, you know, turns into more of a chronic situation as well. Now, I know you see a lot of athletes, especially the younger people, but also older people, I'm sure, that a lot of get out, you say, and, and participate in some weekend sports, they're also having the acute injuries, aren't they? That's correct, yeah. We see a lot of acute injuries, um, you know, whether – you think about uh, sort of a uh, somebody active in their 40s, maybe you know they're playing some pickup basketball and have sort of an acute Achilles tendon rupture, or you know, like I mentioned pickleball before, that's certainly uh, been a craze lately, um, and you know, we definitely see some some acute injuries with that, and uh, uh, kind of yeah, it's it's really a mix of injuries, but um, <clears throat> we're certainly a resource for people, and um, you know, I always recommend that. That patients, if you know, err on the side of caution. You know, it's one thing to have an ankle sprain and kind of nurse that back to health, but um, certainly if you feel like something's not right, it's always a good idea to get checked out and, and do that earlier rather than later. All right. So you mentioned ankles, also with knees. If someone you know is experiencing pain, for example, they don't really know if it's acute or if it's chronic type of issue, so they can just go into your office and you can examine them and give them some kind of course of treatment, right? That's correct, yeah, and, we, and, and, you know, we always like to start conservative, and, um, you know, a lot of times we recommend <clears throat> physical therapy and over-the-counter medications if we feel like there's nothing alarming on the physical examination, but, you know, sometimes we see stuff that um, we think is, is more worrisome, some red flags occasionally, and then in those scenarios we may opt uh, to get advanced imaging, uh, you know, whether that's uh, an MRI can kind of give us some better uh, sense of what's going on with the soft tissue and, and gives us a little more uh, information than, than standard x-rays. So, um, But yeah, I think, again, you know, I think erring on, erring on the side of caution is always uh, important. Um, and, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the high school-aged athletes, uh, collegiate-aged uh, athletes, they're fortunate to, to be able to work with athletic trainers, and certainly NGPG has a whole host of um, you know, athletic trainers throughout the school systems, and I think those are really the first point of contact for the athletes. And so, uh, those folks usually have their pulse on the athletes, and, and they, they reach out to us quickly and let us know if they think something's wrong, and they, they can help facilitate uh, getting an appointment as well. All right, well, they, they can make an appointment, or a lot of times they can go out like, on Monday morning and go right into your clinic, right? That's correct, yeah. We have a <clears throat> sort of a black and blue clinic on Mondays um, where, where uh, patients can come in um, and see a provider 
um, just a lot of times with weekend injuries, whether that's you know, during the basketball season or um, after after football in the fall. Um, and so that's a kind of an easy route uh, to be seen. But um, certainly we have a whole host of providers and happy to get anybody in uh, that needs to be seen as well. All right, you said you're at Medical One Plaza, right? That's correct, yes. I'm at Medical Park One in Gainesville. Um, I'm there a few days a week, and then we also see patients um, <clears throat> in our office in Dawsonville. Um, so we're right off of 400 uh, and 53 in Dawsonville. Well, that's a great location there for our listeners up and down the Georgia Highway 400 area. Thanks to Dr. Brett Meeks. We've got much more for you coming up next here on 97.5 Glory FM. It's flu season in North Georgia, and now is the time to take care of yourself and get your flu shot at Riverside Pharmacy. Nobody wants to be hit with the flu bug, but if you haven't had your shot yet and you've been bitten with the flu, the pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy in Gainesville can help you too. They can fill your prescription with expert care and have you up and going before you know it. And they're your headquarters for all of your over-the-counter needs. Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Here I am on the road again, ready to pick up the kids from school, go by the grocery store, and do all the things a busy mother does. It's because I just left North Hall Tire and Wheel, where they made sure I was ready to go. They put on a fresh set of tires, checked the brakes, and even the battery. I know I can trust Mike and Matt and the guys at North Hall Tire and Wheel. They have everything you need, all the name brand tires at the best prices, and the service you need. They're on Cleveland Highway in Gainesville, so give them a call at 770-297-5308. 